0: Welcome, guys. Welcome back to the Act Protect Engage Academy podcast. We want to be, we will be the number one educational, historical, informative podcast on all platforms. That is our goal here, okay? Welcome back. I'm your host, with the most, your handsome host, Mr. Chase H. I am the CEO. And I am the co-founder of the Ape Academy. Thank you for joining me. Okay, so this episode is gonna be short, right? And I'm not going to do a disservice to the beautiful indigenous Plains Indians, okay? The Plains Native Americans, the, the people who lived in a vast area of North America. When I mean vast, I mean, it's almost to the point where we cannot comprehend how, how wide ranging their territory was. So we're going to go over a, an overview of kind of the, uh, the time period briefly. Right. And kind of like, we're going to trace a little bit of the historical timeline from when The first settlers came right we're not going to go into super detail right because i want this to be a brief introduction to my next series right so the next series of podcasts will be on the comanche nation okay the comanche empire okay and in order to do that in order to set the stage for that i need to kind of kind of inform you and kind of set the tone and kind of set an atmosphere for what we're talking about here historically and culturally Right, and that's really really important. Um, as you can see in the background, we have we actually have the Comanche singers. Uh, they're a group. It's called Creation's uh, Journey. Okay, and uh, this whole album that we'll be playing during this podcast is a um, an album comprised of various uh, singers and and uh, groups from. Different indigenous peoples of the plains, okay. Comanches are singing right now, okay? And um it's just beautiful music and I kinda wanna set that atmosphere for you guys in the background, okay? So a lot of our research today is gonna be coming from the amazing book, and I'm not through reading it yet. It's a New York Times bestseller. It's called Empire of the Summer Moon, right? It's from S. C. Gwen, and he is an amazing journalist an amazing writer an amazing historian and i'm going to be reading excerpts from his book because i want to kind of describe to you guys what exactly we are talking about when we say the plains right the grasslands or the plains it's it's and i can't stress this enough how as modern people people of the 21st century americans most of us listening Shout out to all my international folks out there. Um, as, as Westerners, let's just say, as modern, let's just say as modern humans, right? As modern humans in love with technology, in love with social media, in love with our computers and our phones and our cars and our, and our internet, it's hard for us to wrap our heads around what life was like back then, what the people were were living through and what type of, of uh environment that they flourished in? Okay, life was was short. It was brutal. It was harsh. Um, but there was a lot of beauty in it, and a lot of death in it. And the plains personified this. Okay, America back in the in the area in the era we're gonna be talking about. So. The era of the Comanches is really starting in the, in the early 1700s, 720s, 1720s, around then, okay? In the advent and the, the arrival of the horse, which we'll talk about in our next podcast, okay? The arrival of the horse is maybe the seminal moment in the development of the Plains Indian tribe. Uh, i want to say tribes because they weren't all tribes, but the Plains Indian people, okay? The horse changed the game. For everyone It changed the history of the world It changed the history of this country So we're going to talk about that Okay First things first What are we talking about Today Okay so Today we're setting the stage right? Today's podcast is called The High Plains An intro To the native people Of the Great Plains Okay so This is what we're talking about We're talking about the time period We're talking about The environment that they lived in And we're talking about the general um, Society the, The general characteristics of The Plains Indian people Now they're all different And some are very complex Have very complex social, political Religious hierarchies Some don't It just depends The Comanches which will be the subject of this series Are freaking Just so intriguing to me For a lot of different reasons Okay, so first things first The Plains Indians are not like The native people of the East Coast Okay, so We all celebrated Well, most of us celebrated Thanksgiving yesterday Okay The, the people that are in that story That are featured in the story You know, with the pilgrims coming to Plymouth Rock And then, you know, the The, um, the Wampogs I think they are called uh, Wampogs That's how you pronounce it They were helping the pilgrims, okay um, those are East Coast natives, okay? So their lifestyle is completely different. Um, when the pilgrims came, this land was wild. And when I mean wild, I mean we really can't comprehend it because everything we see is paved. There's buildings everywhere. The, the trees are, are under control. Um, there's not wild animals just roaming freely, okay? But it was completely wild. It's an untamed, unchartered territory. Okay, and the reason why the pilgrims came was because they wanted to flee from re- religious persecution back in England, right? They wanted a land for themselves. A lot of the people that came to the new world were outcasts, weirdos, <laughs> religious fanatics, um, people who were being bullied in the uh, old world for whatever reason, or and also entrepreneurs, right? People seeking a fortune, people seeking a better life for whatever reason, these folks felt like they needed to escape their old life okay and the and the land that they came to was was wild there were native tribe native tribes native people native bands native um indigenous folks everywhere okay and we we didn't have um the indigenous folks didn't have the same view of the world as the europeans did they didn't have the same idea of personal property and uh capitalism and stuff like that they mostly fought when they did fight which they fought a lot sometimes their wars were over nothing between between the different empires right whether it be the iroquois whoever right the Iroquois confederacy which was really complex when they fought each other they fought mostly over natural resources and access to hunting grounds access to shelter that could shelter them from the elements access to water to sources of life that's what they fought over the europeans a lot of times they fought over money over power over over quote unquote borders the indians did as well um, as far as borders goes but they didn't fight over money or anything like that they fought for access for control over resources because if they did not have control and dominance over certain resources then their people would suffer Okay, we're talking Because they had a hunter-gatherer existence Some tribes learned How to plant um, Okay, we'll go into that Alright So, it started The story of America started in the east coast Those tribes, those people Those Native American groups Are a lot different than the Plains Indians They were uh, more about farming They understood agriculture They understood how to kind of how to irrigate their their land they were uh, sedentary meaning they were partially sedentary which means they had villages they had a a life that was rooted in one place when they hunted they left their village to go hunt they didn't travel and follow the herds like the plains indians did they were really kind of a and this allowed them to build a structured economy a, a really rigid social and religious hierarchy right it allowed them to assimilate a lot easier with the Europeans because they had a the Europeans could kind of connect with them they could kind of figure out okay I see where you're coming from you guys both we you have villages we have villages you you farm we farm um we have similar kind of uh, social structure meaning there's a chief there's a leader a set leader you know the plains Indians didn't have any of that they were completely different. They were strictly nomads. And uh, we're going to go into that. Okay. So, first things first, I'm going to go into a description of the environment in which the Plains Indians lived. And this is from the book Empire of the Summer Moon by S.C. Gwynn. Okay. And this is kind of like a description of the Plains and what it was like. Okay. quote not only were the high plains generally without timber and water they were also subject to one of the least hospitable climates in North America in the summer came brutal heat and blowtorch winds often a hundred degrees or hotter that would later destroy whole crops in a matter of days the winds caused the eyes to burn, the lips to crack and the body to dehydrate With alarming speed in the fall and the winter there was the frequent norther a sudden strong wind from the north often at gale force so that's like hurricane force winds accompanied by a solid sheet of black clouds and enormous billowing clouds of blown sand a norther could send the temperature plunging plunging by 50 degrees in a hour Think about that Think about your, You're just like chilling, right Say <laughs> so you're like chilling. You're out there You're just in, in Like your teepee Or whatever And you're out there By the fire You're going about Your daily Your daily life Your daily chores And all of a sudden A gale force Freezing wind Just comes out of nowhere And the, the temperature Drops 50 degrees In less than an hour And then Not only comes the wind You got the Freaking sand Blowing in your face lashing your face blinding you cutting your skin okay um the plains the environment the the natural environment the of the plains was brutal and harsh all right it's a lot different than the east coast just totally different less vegetation less water hotter colder more dangerous less access to resources so the type of people that the planes grew and, and built were hard people right hardened independent resourceful people okay we continue quote worst of all was the blizzard people from the east or west coast of america may think they have seen a blizzard likely they have not it is almost exclusively exclusively a phenomenon of the plains, and got its name on the plains it entailed wind-driven snow, so dense and temperatures so cold that anyone lost in them on the shelterless plains was as good as dead. Howling winds blew for days. 40 to 50 foot snow drifts were common, as were whiteouts, where where it no longer became possible to tell the ground from the air plains blizzards swallowed whole army units settlements and indian villages. okay so (laughs) this is the type of environment that the plains indians lived in it's the type of environment where they built their lives and built their legacies okay so who are the plains indians The Plains Indians, or the indigenous peoples of the Great Plains, are the Native American people. I'm not going to say tribes because there weren't many of them were not formal tribes. Uh, There are tribes, some were tribes, and some were were made up of bands. Right? They are historically from the interior plains, right, of North America. While hunting, farming cultures have lived on the Great Plains for centuries. Prior to European contact, the region is mostly known for its horse culture, okay? And the horse cr- culture flourished from the 17th century to the 19th century. We're going to go over that in the next podcast, okay? What we need to understand about the Plains Indians is that agriculture, when it did finally reach them, it reached them, man, hundreds of years Uh, later than their brothers and sisters on the East coast. Okay. Um, and there were a few, uh, Plains Indians that were good at, at, at farming. I'm just going to be honest. There, there weren't many that were good at it or had any, really any interest in it. The Apaches, uh, they were partially sanitary. Like they were partial farmers. Like they would farm a little bit. They would farm, um, they had farms they had uh villages they would settle down they wouldn't move with the herds but farming wasn't their number one priority right they were kind of like half in half out okay and the reason why i mentioned the farming thing and agricultural thing is because what it did was it really put the plains indians in stark conflict and and stark difference from the european settlers because the europeans really could not understand The Plains Indians, like they couldn't figure them out. And what we have to remember is they were literally hundreds, if not thousands of years behind the European settlers when it comes to forming a a economic, a society driven by economics, a society driven by agriculture, because with agriculture came technology, right? We're talking uh, steel tools, farming, irrigation, and usually that improved life. What that did was it allowed people to settle down. And when people settled down, this this is when you start seeing the empires building, like the, like the Aztecs or the Mayans, right? Once the Aztecs figured out how to irrigate, how to farm, how to fish, how to incorporate all these things, their economy flourished and they became an empire. It was a lot harder to do that on the Great Plains because agriculture came much later and the environment was not very hospitable to farming. Okay, so that's what we had to understand about that. I hope that makes sense. Okay, so they're historically nomads, right? Due to the horse culture. The Plains Indians are usually divided into two broad classifications, which in some ways overlap. The first group became a fully nomadic horse culture during the 18th and 19th centuries, they followed the vast herds of buffalo. So, before the onset, the onslaught of European frontiersmen and travelers and settlers, the bison numbered in the millions. You couldn't even count them. There, was, there were like 400 million bison in North America. And these plains um, people, indigenous people, would follow the movement of the buffalo their whole life was formed around the buffalo based on the buffalo okay so that's really important to remember as well uh, is that they were following the buffalo all right and that ma- that made them nomadic the only really like I said before plains uh, indigenous people that kind of settled in farming were the Apaches all right so the first group became a full of nomadic horse culture during the 18th and 19th centuries following the vast herds of buffalo although some tribes in occasionally engage in agriculture so these tri- these people included the apache the blackfoot the cheyenne the comanche the crow the Ki- kiowa the lakota which is my people the lakota okay and the plains of Pi- apache okay so i'm not going to name all of them But that is a few of the major ones that we know of, okay, that you probably instantly recognize. The second group were sedentary and semi-sedentary. And in addition to hunting buffalo, they lived in villages, raised crops, and actively traded with other tribes. These included the Iowa, the Osage, the Pawnee, the Wichita and others okay so those were the main ones right the Wichita everyone know I think most people heard of the Pawnee heard of the Wichita the Missouri okay um the Iowa okay those were the people who were half and half half in half out okay let's see where we're at we're at 20 minutes man I promise to make this one a short one it's just an intro okay what we got okay horses we're not gonna talk about horses right now no way Jose it's just important to remember that the Plains Indians economy was based on one major animal the bison aka the buffalo okay the their cousins in the east coast they had a a, uh, multitude of things that they hunted that they lived off of whether it be deer bird squirrel they had uh corn aka maize right they had all type they were mostly hunter gatherers and hunters the plains indians were strictly freaking hunters okay they hunted and when the horses came they hunted on horseback which made everything a whole lot easier it completely revolutionized north america the, the advent of the horse and the horse came in the 17th century all right so that's really really important to remember okay i just want to introduce the environment that they lived in and i want to introduce and ex- explore and explain some of the characteristics of these tribes and i'm very hesitant to speak in too many generalities so this is why I'm making it a little bit shorter today. I just want to kind of do some bullet points because each, each group of people are different in their own unique way. It just so happens that our group is the Comanche and they are fascinating. Like this whole research um, project I'm going on looking into the Comanche is really kind of in, um just inflamed this passion in me to explore my heritage when I was young we would go to powwows all uh, throughout New Jersey and just experience a native culture and I remember loving it and having a great time and doing this research during indigenous people's month which is the month of November has really kind of helped bring it out of me again and reignited that passion for for uh, native culture and it's so amazing and I'm so proud to have that in my blood Um, thank you for joining me guys just a brief podcast we're just going over what the weather was like some of the features of these tribes right so they were um, nomadic some started the farm mostly they moved with the movement of their herds there was no uh, structured there was no solid structured society in the plains with the plains uh, people okay not like the East Coast the East, what, it, what it does is the, the organization that centers around Farming and, and being Stationary allows for A very very highly evolved Highly structured culture and Society But the life on the plains was so rough And so harsh it really didn't Allow for that so the culture The structure the economics Was completely different from the plains indians To the East Coast indians Or even the southern The Southeastern Indians, you're talking Georgia, Alabama, Florida, it's still completely different. I hope you guys enjoyed this brief podcast. Um, I have a lot more research to do, so I just wanted to give you guys something to think about as I am continue to prepare for this epic podcast series. God bless you all. I hope you have a great uh, day with your family, a great Black Friday. Do not go out there and spend all your rent money on Black Friday. Have a great one. Ape.